Today, let us discuss how to face the reality of sorrowful life. Face the reality, without a true biblical relationship with Christ Jesus, life is not going to be alright. Period. Do you have an empty lonely heart in the empty house? Feeling like doing everything in vain? Or you do everything you could but are just not able to please anyone? Why do most atheists resist believing the Holy Bible, and nothing can persuade them such as loneliness or an empty heart nothing can satisfy? Feel the pain of rejection in your life by your loved one or your friends. King James Bible, Romans, chapter 10 verse 4. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believeth. The Bible is God's gift to human beings to tell them what life means and the destiny of rebellious sinners. Do you know the reason why the majority of Christians never have a prayer answered, and their lives are full of unfulfilled needs? It is because they don't know how to implement knowledge of the Bible to themselves, in another way. They never claimed a promise of God according to the scriptures. All they are doing in prayer just like a dreary dialogue is talking to themselves without any heart and spiritual submission. Confess your life that can be consistent with the word of God, not confess your repeating sins and giving excuses every time you talk to God. Confess means to agree something is righteous or evil, nothing about reporting your daily practice of sins that you couldn't avoid. Moreover, Many church-going Christians never read the Bible in their whole life or sometimes they are just skimming over some passages. People are too busy not to take care of their souls and the meaning of Christian life because they neglect the importance of what prayer can benefit their lives. I guarantee you, if you don't pray, then you have no relationship with God and you have isolated yourself away from the truth and God's care. By the way, I must remind you, in the bookstores, there are many modern versions of Bibles and all of them are translated with deadly errors and mistakes. I believe there is coming so-called devil's corruption imminent danger to Christian doctrines, seminary teaching, and church's authority. Those modern versions Bible only calls Christians to baffle their pastor's doctrine of teaching and believe in skepticism of their faith. Do you think that God wants us to be confused about many different versions of the Bible? I strongly recommend everyone to read the authorized King James Version Bible. The Holy Spirit has proved that it is a trustworthy Bible. Besides, innumerable testimonies have also supported this assessment. King James Bible is food to the soul, without food you will go hungry. No wonder why so many profound Christians feel no hope, no real relationship with God, and living in depression. The devil, Satan also is working to ruin many spiritual low-down poor souls, who are ignorant of spiritual warfare. They have deep-seated doubt and are confused about their faith, living in total worries, insomnia, and anxiety. Their lives are full of troubles and many unfulfilled needs, unanswered prayers, and an urgent fatal sickness. Many suffer from uneducated, unemployed, poverty, and unmarried life. Many are living in excessive self-indulgent, the bondage of a sinful lifestyle, 
The biggest pitfall is to ignore the Bible reading and absorb its knowledge and wisdom that can apply to daily life. They never consider the Holy Bible as the only authority on the principles of living. Therefore, it is only to emphasize the significance of the Holy Bible as a guidebook of life, Christians can conquer and overcome the world, which is filled with many evils. In the Bible, Book of Joshua, Chapter 7, Verse 13, indicated that if a house is filled with anything untruthful things as idols, witchcraft, astrological superstition, or anything that is against God's law, the household will be cursed because they might be practicing any satanic ritual. They that do it will also be cursed. It is an abomination for anyone to place them in your house, and if you also are involved, then you will never experience any peace, joy, and love. You will lose God's blessing in your whole life. Your prayer is only a self-talking trick and cannot produce any result. God will never accept your petitions. Consequently, those people will eventually get sick, despair of unfulfilling life, and face catastrophe. Their lives are only a nightmare and endless tribulations. Many Christians, then, decided to leave the church, faith, and hope and finally lost their soul. Finally, I strongly suggest that you purchase a King James Version Bible and read it exclusively beyond any book. Don't read other versions of the Bible for heaven's sake. There is no other version of the Holy Bible. Anything beyond King James's Bible is corrupted and modified by Satan. Internet websites provide many resources of the free King James Bible in a PDF file for download. 1611, authorized King James Version Bible is objectively being proven to be the most accurate and confusion-free Bible. Don't buy a new King James Bible either. There is no such thing as new King James Bible as authorized and authentic as compared to King James Version Bible. Furthermore, have a habit of reading the Bible every day and practicing it by meditation day and night in your life. And make sure that you have been reconciled with God, so your sins will be forgiven to make you a true converted born-again Christian. Otherwise, you can never have any assurance of eternal security and happiness in heaven. Finally, God's blessing and tender care will come to you if you believe what I say. God bless. Please if you like my podcast episodes, then, please donate some money to support me to cover all necessary upfront costs to make this podcast channel maintain good quality. Thanks. Dot. Hi. Everyone who loves Jesus Christ daily in your lifestyle and who loves to read Bible, especially King James Bible, welcome to my channel. You will be ha happy to have watching my, my channels. All the information here is biblical and is for Holy Ghost the results of meditating the Holy Ghost. Now I'm going to talk about the topic. 
Jesus Christ saved us. Jesus Christ saved us. And look at the book of Luke, Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verse 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The wide disparity between rich and poor in this unfair, unjust, unequal, and unequal secular society is the cause of despair. We all need Jesus Christ as a savior to deliver to be delivered and saved. Everyone in this world must live in a scrupulous way, making many irreversible decisions to sustain and survive in society. Sin is the biggest issue in our chaotic, violent, and most dangerous, ungrateful world. Only Jesus Christ can fix our problem if we let him do it. Human reason is subject to biblical scrutiny of thinking. Many people rather reject the Bible and Jesus Christ in their whole lifetime while acquiesces to live in the total despair and animosity. They agonize the loneliness quietly, then they die hopelessly and went to hell for eternity. How sad, in their destined to hell is a, merely a human tragedy. Jesus Christ can deliver us from evil and bondage of sinful nature if we trust him wholeheartedly. However, I believe sometimes the more leading education you get, the more difficult to believe in God because we trust, we tend to trust science that easy to find in the textbook, then difficult it's difficult to find in the Bible. I mean, who can read the Bible about something you don't see? You can read in the textbook and see everything around us. The physics, chemistry, biology. So it's, it's difficult to, for people to know any knowledge for the salvation they need. I mean, look around you and watch people who have the most advanced education degrees are doing. They tend to rationalize everything in scientific reasoning and detest religion willingly. I strongly believe that I can bring the most possible and convincing evidence in philosophical analyze and theological argument to them. Even so, they just can't believe it. They don't believe it because they have demons. We're all born with demons. And demon is the spy that will make you be part of, outside of salvation. The funny part is that not because we fail to bring the most persuasive and compelling evidence to them, 
so they will believe our report because they just don't even care what indication of truth is presented to them. They can out-reason any well-trained evangelist and apologist and turn truth to be false and vice versa. They can say truth is false and false is true because they don't care. They are serving Satan, they are serving demon inside their soul. It is not hard at all to believe in Jesus Christ and get to heaven. If you want to follow Jesus, it's the only way to go to heaven. Serving God is the only way to extend your life and go to heaven and have peaceful life. But people choose not to. God loves you and cares for you, but people just don't believe it. So there's no way, no way out. It's up to you to make a decision. As long as you believe wholeheartedly and trust what the Bible has said, your life will change to a degree that you have never imagined. All you have to do is to allow Jesus Christ's jurisdiction in your life. Jurisdiction in your life. Accept Him into your life. Let God control you. Let Jesus be the king of your life. He will bring deliverance. We all need deliverance from this evil uh, satanic power. Only Jesus can give you the freedom and deliver you out of the bondage of sin, the captivity of sin, loneliness, power of darkness, and rejection of life that permeates our, our life. Only Jesus can save us and do that in real, very quick, if we choose. Now this is the end of my episode. Thank you so much, and keep follow up and watching my my episode, future episodes. Thank you, and goodbye. Take care. to everyone who is seeking continually continuously seeking for the word of God for the knowledge and wisdom that cannot be found anywhere outside the Holy Scripture the King James Bible that I'm teaching you preaching now is the Holy Scripture the authenticated the most authenticated word of God it's more accurate than any other version of Bible. Today I'm going to talk about the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament. Book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 16. He that oppressed the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the riches shall surely come to want. Let me repeat again. He that oppressed the poor to increase his riches, and he that gave to the riches 
shall surely come to one. In this message, in this message, the author is teaching us that God is wanting us who oppressed in the poor to become rich. Anyone who wants to be rich by trying to do himself well, himself wishing, wishing, washing, he, he, he tried to be rich by oppress the poor will never walk. If you want to be rich, be a tax. You want to get a tax from, from the, the community and by oppressing the poor, all you get is waste of your time. You will have many wants. You will want to buy a lot of things. You go to shopping in a department store, you go to supermarket and waste all your money. The more you, the more you get, the more money you earn, the more you spend. And by the balance, you don't get anything. Only the one who are seeking, serving God, who is seeking God and serving God for His purpose, God will bless him to be rich. So the riches, the rich does not come by our own will, but by job, uh, the Almighty God's will. If God wants you to be rich, that means He wants you to spread the gospel, to preach the gospel to the poor, and to help the poor, to donation, donate the money to the poor, feeding the poor. So God wants you to be rich. Doesn't mean He wants you to be happy with your money. But you have to help the poor. If you don't help the poor, then why you want to be rich? You want to buy a car, buy, buy stuff, buy house that is to promote your own arrogance, to promote your own boasting life. God does not, not never do that. So anyone who oppresses the poor, trying to to extortion, extort, extortion money from the poor will never be rich, even though he or she is thinking that he is rich, but it's not. It's poor in spirit. It's poor in some in salvation. That means you you are not going to heaven because God loves the poor. God loves the humble, and God loves the poor needy. If anyone who tries to hurt in the poor, God will revenge against, against you. So, any bank, we see many bank in this world have, uh, is uh, constantly oppressing the poor right now. They're constantly increasing the interest rate of borrowing money, the, the, the bank loan the, the mortgage by trying to make himself rich they just murder 
uh, destroy many poor people. Many poor people have left the houses uh, even bankrupt. God is not going to condone that kind of action. So if you want to be rich by doing your own stuff, you're not going to be blessed by God. You want to bless by yourself, you will, all you do is turn to ash and dust. You will never walk. You will pay a big price and regret that you've done that. So in order to be rich, you must help the poor. And God can give you rich, but it's not does not mean that God only give you the the money for make yourself glorify yourself, but to help others to distribute the blessing of God to others equally. So in this sentence in this book of Proverbs chapter twenty two verse sixteen he that oppress the poor to increase his riches, and he that give to the riches shall surely come to want. You will buy a lot of stuff. Many people earn a lottery, but sooner or later they spend, they squander all the money into buying unnecessary stuff. Then they regret. So, by making yourself rich, it never work. It doesn't work. You will spend, far spend, more money than you earn, and it's waste your time. Thank you for watching my episodes, and God loves you, and take care. See you next time. interested in King James Bible preaching, the fundamental and biblical Christianity, that we have a beautiful sound doctrine in King James Bible, the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the gospel, with joy and peace, we shall share this kind of beautiful preaching every day to Believer and unbeliever also. Today I'm going to talk about a doctrine that can be found in in the book of James, chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensational, and devilish. But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from the above, but is earthly, sensational, and Devilish, devilish. This means that if we are servants of God, sometimes we have temptation and the carnal-minded, carnal feeling of 
bitterness. If something happened to our life, something mis mishap that happened in our our life, we have bitterness. Uh, sometimes we are feeling a betrayal and abandoned by God, or depression, anxiety, worry. We shall warn us that this kind of feeling is not normal. This kind of feeling is from the devil. To bitter against God, to grouch against God, or oh, my income is not enough. My paying job is not in higher enough. Other sinners have a higher position, but how about me? If you have the bitterness, that you don't receive enough blessing, you see you are envying people who have much blessed in his life. That kind of bitterness and envying and jealousy and strife in our hearts is dangerous and poisoning. It's a silly thinking. When we have that kind of feeling, don't be glorified ourselves. Don't say that I I am have this kind of feeling because God is not treating me well and not lying against the truth mean if we have sick we should confess it don't just hide it out that's normal it's okay that everybody sick who never sick don't lie against the truth don't say the truth in the Bible is Nothing matter. It's not objectively truth. When the Bible said every word of God is pure and it's truth for doctrine, for reproof, for, for edifying church, we shall not say that the, the truth may not be true. We shall not lie against it. We shall obey the gospel, obey Jesus Christ, if we said we belong to Jesus, we shall belong to Jesus. Our heart also shall belong to Jesus. Our doctrine, our meditating day and night, everything in our hearts shall be belong to Jesus. Otherwise, we are not lying against the truth. We are hypocrite and charlatan. So when we have bitterness, envying, strife, and grouching spirit against God or against other co-workers or other brethren. That kind of heart, that kind of attitude is very dangerous poisoning. It's from the demon. It may, might be from demon inside of us, from Satan's array attack, from the world, the worldly lust, the sensational and from the devil. So we should be aware that not to keep holding on it until another day. If we keep holding on it and allow it to to prolong in our life, we are not going to be a good servant of God. We are not going to serve God well because that is devil's attempt to Mark our faith. When devil mark our faith, 
We are hypocrites, we are powerless. We are tempted over time and we will fail. We will sit. Sin in, in, in small matter, but later become big matter. If we allow sin to prolong in, in our life, it will become big matter that will jeopardize our ministry, jeopardize the Christian testimony. So don't allow this to prolong in our life. Kill it, hate it, denounce it. We now say reject it with a fully intent and love God. Let God love you. If you feel that God doesn't love you, hate that kind of idea, that idea from Satan. Otherwise, we will sit. We will make excuses of sin, say that because God doesn't love me, why should I sit, not sit again? I chastise myself in vain. I'm cleansed my heart in vain. I'm washing my innocence in vain. That is an excuse. That is the devil's wisdom. That is to make ourselves more sinful. And we should reject it. It's from the devil. Now, this is the end of my video. Thank you for watching my video series. And goodbye. God love you. Take care yourself. Goodbye. Hi to everyone who are interested in Holy Scripture, King James Bible, or any other version of the Bible who are seeking kingdom of God and His righteousness. Today I'm going to talk about a topic in the book of Exodus in the Old Testament after the Genesis the Exodus chapter 16 21 verse 21 and they gathered it every morning every man according to his eating and when the sun waxed hot it melted Exodus chapter 16 verse 21 and they gather it every morning, every man according to his eating, and when the sun waxed it hot, it melted. In this verse, God is telling us why the world is full of starvation and poverty, why this world is full of unfairness and injustice. Why rich people, extremely rich, extremely opulent, extremely luxury, full of luxury and wasting a lot of money and purchasing uh, unnecessary goods? Why poverty people don't even don't even have food for a meal, for a, a, a breakfast? Um, lunch or dinner. They don't have a daily bread. When rich people can spend money on 
and jewelry in gold and silver in expensive sport cars, expensive apartment, expensive mansions, expensive villa, expensive house. Because the rich people accumulate money and they don't even distribute to poor. They are selfish, egotistical, self-centered people. They highlight, high-minded, high look. They boasted their money by spending more money they earn and not even want to want to dispense some part of it to the poor community. Rich people get more rich, poverty get more more poor because the, the society we are living in are for people are selfish, self-centered. We have more abundantly when we are blessed by God. We, we have income. That is more enough for our daily bread, full arrangement. The Bible said full arrangement that you shall be content. But most of us accumulate the money in a bank and not even try to share to somebody who are lack, who are insufficiency, insufficiency of daily bread. And many are na naked, not even covered. No, no clothing for them to cover the cold in the winter. So God knows our hearts. God knows we are greedy, we are greedy devil, we are greedy. People are greedy, even though they have more abundance for them to buy and sell, they still want to hide it for themselves, the accumulated possession. So God feed Israelites in the Passover after they cross Red Sea and God feed them with manna and the manna cannot maintain very long because when the morning the, the sun, sun rise and the hot heat made the manna stinks it stinks so bad it cannot be eaten so that Israelites will distribute the ex excessive of the food to, to the poor community, to those who are not gathered. Who gather less are not less, uh, who gather more will not be too much, will not be over much. So God condemned the greedy people in this world. When, when rich get more rich, the poor become extremely poor. God wants us to share our blessing, our income, our time and efforts to the poor needy and not to hide our mercy, hide our compassion uh, and not give it to anybody. Freely receive, we shall freely give. 
If God gave us money and possession, we have to freely give because we are unprofitable servants. We cannot do anything without God. God feeds us. We don't feed ourselves. God feeds us to have, to give us a living. So we shall spread the excessive possession and food and raiment to the poor who in lack of them. This is the end of my episode. Thank you so much for watching this episode. God love you every day and as you are uh, gather more knowledge in the scripture, in the, the scripture feeds your soul and make you happy, peace and joy. There's no other things that you can buy to make you peace and joy and happy. Unless you read the Bible every day, you will be happy and truly happy, I guarantee. Thank you, goodbye, and take care. Hello to everyone who watching my channel, King Chen Bible Preaching and Bible Study. In our channel, we talk about the true Word of God. We are not talking about theology, nothing of institutional seminary program, but it's practical, it's biblical, and it's meditated day and night, a result of the Holy Ghost consultation, consulting, that is the true, inerrant word of God that we preach. Today I'm going to talk about in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament book of Micah, the prophet Micah, chapter 7, verse 8. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in the darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I repeat again, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. In this verses, we conclude that even the saints in the Old Testament have failed in one part of area of their life. They are not perfect. In the book of, in the New Testament, in the book of Psalms, God said, if you said you are perfect, you are perverted. In the book of Psalms and in the book of Romans, in the New Testament, also said that if, if you say you are perfect, if you have no sin, you call God, you, you are a liar. If you say you have not sinned, then you call God a liar. People sin. Christian, not Christian, have sin issue. Because they are not perfect. The carnal, carnal minded who are living in flesh is subject to the, to sin. So people fail. In the, in the Bible, in the Bible time, biblical 
people also fail, also sin in in their life. So do we have sin? We do have sin in our in our life, and the, when we sin, we confess and repent of our sin and move on, so that we not stay in the in the debris of our failure, our defeat. We are not looking back. We are looking forward to the future that we. Should not enjoy sin, but enjoy the forgiveness of God, the remission of sin. So, sometimes our enemy will will laugh, question, say that you you fail, you fall again, you sin again. You are nothing, just like pagan evil. They are all wrong. Pagan evil has sin issue, but they don't recognize it as a sin. They say it is okay. It's normal. It's very ordinary to ha- have that fault. They don't recognize it as a sin. They say it is fault. So even Christians have sinned, but repentance will bring God's mercy and grace. Without repentance, without confession, that sin remains still. So Christians have sinned because they failed, because they obeyed the flesh, not obeyed the Holy Ghost. If you obey the Holy Ghost, you will not sin. But we have flesh that dwell no good things. Apostle Paul said, "I have flesh that dwell no good things. It's desperately wicked and deceitful." So flesh is the source of sin. It's the problematic that will cause failure, failure, and fall. So that we cannot walk with God, with power, with righteousness. So failure in in Christian life is occurring sometime in our lives that we have to repent. And confess sin to God, and then God will forgive us, and then have mercy and grace, and give us strength. The strength of not sin again come from God, not come from us, not from within us. If we say we cannot sin because I have power to stop sinning, that is self-righteous. That is deception to deceive people, to boast it about our own. Power, that is heresy. The strength of not sin again is from God alone, not from anybody, not from preacher, not from pastor. The strength of not going to sin again, because lust, human have flesh, flesh lust against against spirit, and spirit lust, spirit is enemy of.、Uh, Uh, of the、uh, the flesh, so the spirit is enemy of flesh, and flesh lusts against spirit. So you cannot live without sin if you have a flesh attached to it. You only way to prevent sin is to obey the Holy Ghost, is to walk with the spirit and not walk with the flesh. 
because the flash lasts all the time. Our flash is egotistical, is finicky. We do have lost many things、uh, for pleasure, for pride of life. So only way to prevent be a sinner again is not to follow after the flesh, but to follow the Holy Ghost. This at the end of my episode. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Thank、you